Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'm going to be joined by Wave Wild, and we're going to talk about how to leverage TikTok trending content for your business. We're going to do a deep dive down the TikTok trail, and you're going to love it. By the way, if you want to reach me, I am at Stelzner on Instagram. And hey, are you on Clubhouse? Are you following the Social Media Examiner Club? Did you know that every Saturday I go live, typically at 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock Pacific time in the United States in the morning, and I create more great content there. So follow the Social Media Examiner Club if you don't want to miss out on all that amazing content and maybe even an opportunity to talk to me live. Also, are you new to this podcast? Well, hit that subscribe button because we've got amazing content coming your way. Now let's transition over this week's interview with Wave Wild. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Wave Wild. And if you don't know who Wave is, you need to know who she is. She's a TikTok expert who's known as the queen of trend alerts. She helps entrepreneurs get more leads and make more money by developing a loyal community on TikTok. She also offers group coaching and courses focused on, you guessed it, TikTok. Wave, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, Michael, for having me. Super excited to have you. This is the first time we've really gone deep into something specific on TikTok, which is TikTok trends. And I'm really excited to talk to you about that. But before we go there, I would love to hear your story. Like, how did you get into TikTok? Start wherever you want to start. For sure. So my background is in personal brand photography and video and personal brand coaching. And a large part of my coaching business was teaching my clients how to market themselves and their businesses through organic social media marketing with Instagram and Facebook being the primary platforms. So just before we went into lockdown in March 2020, which was about a year ago now, I joined TikTok upon encouragement from a friend, and I was actually slow to content creation. I spent a month or so just lurking around on the app. I found it totally overwhelming. I was intimidated by all the features. I really didn't know how to use it. But at the same time, I was so thrilled with the creativity and the culture of TikTok. Then we went into full lockdown. 
And because I traveled to clients in New York and Miami for my business, I had to cancel my trips. I had to refund clients. And I started, you know, thinking about like, how am I going to manage all of this? I made a TikTok account just to focus on the personal brand coaching side of my business. Again, I didn't know what I was doing, but I did have a video go viral. And that's when I got hooked. That's how TikTok gets you. And that's where the obsession really started. In the meantime, I did manage to generate some leads from it. And I got two coaching clients. And I really started just sharing how powerful TikTok is for business on my other social media channels. And then I started, of course, getting DMs from other people and friends asking me, like, how do you use TikTok? How did I manage to get be so successful? Uh, how could they use the app? And I just, you know, started offering people casual advice. Real quick, before we go much further. Take me back to the photography business. What kind of, you know, who were your clients? What kind of a business were you in pre-COVID, if you will? Just tell us a little bit more about that as well. For sure. So in my personal brand photography business, I'm working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, mostly service-based entrepreneurs who need images to promote themselves on social media. They need a lot of content for their business. Ah, Mm-hmm. Those are my primary clients. So like you're dealing with the individual and taking all those shots of them that they could use all over social media and put words on top of and all that kind of stuff. Is that kind of exactly, what you're doing? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Photo and video. Interesting. So continue with the story. You just to bring us back up to speed, somebody about a year ago said, Hey, you got to check out TikTok. You created a video. Do you remember what the first video was about? Yes. The first video that went viral was actually what I call a Zoom hack. So I think the timing uh, of it was perfect. It went viral the exact week that most of the world went into lockdown. And I did a video on uh, how there is a beauty filter on Zoom. And at that time, the beauty filter was really popular on TikTok. And a lot of people were starting to use Zoom and they didn't know that this existed. So I just did a video on that. And that is what, you know, really started all of it. Very cool. So keep going with the story. So people asked you, presumably after that video went viral, what the heck have you done? And that opened up an interesting opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. People were like, how are you using TikTok? How are you generating leads? How are you getting clients? So I just started offering some advice. And then I continued to have success with that account. And that's what inspired me to really go deep into understanding how short form video works, the culture of TikTok, the algorithm, live streaming, hashtag growth strategies. And I really just spent day and night studying and learning. Like I was obsessed. I still am obsessed. Uh, and then I launched my current account at the end of June with a very targeted strategy and content plan. So I knew I was going to post TikTok tips, growth strategies, tutorials, feature alerts, and trend alerts. And that's how I really became known as the queen of trend alerts. And I grew that account to 10K followers in less than a month and over 100K in less than six months, really with the intention of becoming a TikTok coach full time. And that's like really how I pivoted my business in the pandemic. Why did you decide to become a TikTok coach? Is it because, you know, the going on location and taking photographs was not going to really work very well anymore because nobody was traveling or, or is it because you fell in love with TikTok or is it because all of the above? Like, I'm just curious what, what made you decide to go all in? Definitely like all of the above. I fell in love with the app and just knowing that, you know, I wasn't probably not going to be able to travel for the next year or so, or now it could be even longer. Right. We might not be able to travel to 2020. But yes, I fell in love with the app and the culture of it. And it's really just, it's fun. TikTok is fun and it's addictive and it's such a different 
uh, vibe than what you have on Instagram. So what are you doing today exactly? Like bring us up to to now, like what exactly is your focus specifically with your customers and, and, and your products and mm-hmm. such? So my jam is really helping biz owners learn how to use the app to generate leads, uh, use it as another social media marketing tool to gain more visibility. Uh, like I said, generate leads to make sales, make more impact. Sweet. All right. So there's a lot of people listening right now that are skeptical of TikTok and they're probably thinking, eh, Instagram is more our jam or Facebook is more our jam. What do you want to say to businesses? Why should they consider TikTok? Yeah. So the number one reason why everyone goes to TikTok is because of that organic reach. No other platform has that amount of visibility. And we all know how important visibility is in a business. We are attracted to TikTok because of that possibility of virality. It is super exciting to go viral. It feels amazing and it can be life-changing. We saw that last year for Dogface 208, you know, when he was on his skateboard, chilling the Fleetwood Mac and drinking cranberry juice. Mm. Again, no other platform is going to give you that possibility to get famous or even for a business, again, to have that much visibility. Just real quick for people that aren't familiar with that story, tell that story about that guy on the skateboard. Mm-hmm. So this was a guy who went viral. I'm not sure how many views that video has now. It's got to be many millions, right? 40 million maybe now, who pretty much went viral overnight. He was just hopped on a skateboard, was chilling to Fleetwood Mac. Cranberry apple juice or something, Yeah, cranberry right? apple juice and had a swig of it and just kind of looked at the camera and, and mouthed, lip synced the lyrics and went viral for that. You know, I think it was really appealing because people were really about these feel good vibes. He looked really cool and chill doing it. And uh, people just really responded to that video and uh, it changed his life. Definitely changed his life. And he was not a young person. Let's be honest, right? He was a middle-aged was, man, uh, right? Yeah, he's a middle-aged man, um, a factory worker in Idaho, I believe, you know, (laughs) just, you know, a regular person. And that's the beauty of it. That's what TikTok loves. TikTok loves real, authentic moments. And that video was copycatted or whatever. And I guess we're going to get into this trend Mm. stuff, but, but tons of, tons of other people. Of course, I did my own version. Yeah. And actually Fleetwood Mac Carly Simon, I think, who sung that song actually ended up doing her version of it as well, which is kind of cool. So what I'm hearing you say is the reason why businesses ought to consider TikTok is that it's really easy to get exposure. And I think this is such an important thing for everyone to listen to, because let's be honest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they've got these crazy algorithms that are not designed to give you exposure you'll be lucky to have a couple of percentage of your followers ever see the content you publish on these platforms. And the shelf life of content on these platforms is mere hours. Mm -hmm. But on TikTok, it's totally different, right? Like how long could a video, I mean, how long could it go for? So TikTok has publicly stated that your content has a shelf life of 90 days. Wow. That's amazing. I have videos on the FYP that are months old. I still get comments and engagement from them. They still bring me followers. FYP. Can you say what that is for those? Yes. So the FYP is the for you page. That is the main feed on TikTok where you scroll vertically and see video after video. Okay. You were going along with the story. So it's 90 days. That's huge, right? So, and they can still see it on your profile forever as long as they go to it, right? 
For sure. So yeah, there's something also that is really important that I want to get across to your viewers. And that is that you don't need to go viral or have hundreds of thousands of followers to be successful on TikTok. You just need the right followers. So just like they say on Instagram, you don't need 10K followers and the swipe up feature to make money. You just need to attract your ideal followers. The same applies for TikTok. And that's one of the reasons why I love it. And yes, of course, you know, we want to go viral. It's like I said, it's exciting and it feels good. But this is also why I teach more of a community over virality approach, because you don't absolutely need to go viral. Again, you just need to attract the ideal followers, not everyone on the app. Can you talk a little bit about your experience of the types of people that are on the app? Because I think there is a preconceived notion that it's predominantly like 20 and under. I mean, is that still true? That is absolutely not true. So we know that the demographics of TikTok shifted due to the pandemic. Uh, so even as a business owner, you might think that your target audience is not on TikTok, but I guarantee you they are. The latest stats show that there's approximately 80 million US users on TikTok. Yes, there still is, you know, the highest demographic is, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20, but there's all ages on the app now. There are 40 plus, there are 50 plus. I've seen the hashtags for those in billions. And there's a lot of communities on TikTok as well. And that's the beauty of it. You might not see those communities because your For You page gets curated to you and the type of content that you see. So for example, if I am watching a lot of cat videos and I'm engaging with them, I'm going to see more animal videos. Uh, but there are communities on TikTok. There's the mums of TikTok that make relatable mom content. There are cosplayers. There are video gamers. There are anime lovers, there are health and fitness talk, book talk, gardening talk, like every single community is there. Is it only consumer focused businesses that you feel like can benefit from TikTok? Or do you think there's a business to business play here as well? Like, let's say that um, I'm trying to attract marketers, or I'm trying to attract, you know, people that are finance people. I mean, do you feel like those kind of people are on here as well? Definitely. Yes. So like I said, every niche is there. So if you are looking to attract someone like in the finance industry, I know a ton of people on financial TikTok or Bitcoin TikTok, oh. uh, they are there as well. Very cool. All right. Well, let's talk about TikTok trends. Like, first of all, what are they? Because not everybody maybe understands what they are and what are the benefits or advantages to somehow riding that trend wave? For sure. So TikTok is an app built on trends. That's a big part of the culture of the app. They are popular, it's fun, and it's considered okay to take a trend and do your own version of it. It's not considered copying someone's content like it would be on another platform. Uh, the other part of TikTok culture is its authenticity. So it's not about being perfect or even taking yourself too seriously. Everyone loves to joke and be a little silly or or goofy. And if that's not you, and that feels like something you can't do, then I'm going to say that TikTok might not be the right place for you. But as a business owner, it's really important to partake in trends for two reasons. The first one is that it showcases your personality. If you are using short form video to promote your products or services, you're going to have to show up on camera to build that know, like, and trust factor. So having fun with trends shows your audience that you like to have fun. They get to see a different side to you. It's more of that behind the scenes feeling that they get. Hey, Wave, real quick. Mm -hmm. Can you define what a trend is before we keep going? Like, what does that mean exactly? 
Yeah, so a trend is a common theme or music that is in a video that people will repeat and generally put their own unique spin on it. How do you know it's it's a trend? Is it because you start to see it over and over again in the feed? You do start to see it over and over again. Uh, you also can find these on the Discover page is where there is a daily listing uh, that is updated with trends. Okay, so you were saying that One of the first advantages to using trends is that it showcases your personality. Tell me a little bit more about maybe why that is so important on TikTok in particular. For sure, because, you know, like I said, in short form video, when you are promoting your products or services, you have to show up on camera and people, it's a personality driven app. People are going to buy from you when they know, like, and trust you. So you need to showcase your personality and have fun with trends. And that really just shows your audience uh, a little bit more of who you are and um, that more relatable side to you that they can connect with. Perfect. And you're about to go on to a second advantage of trends before I interrupted Mm -hmm. you. So the second reason is that they really show you partake in the spirit of the app. Remember, everyone likes to be entertained and see you in more of a playful or lighthearted sense. It's not all about showcasing your products or service and packaging videos and showing the behind the scenes of your business. You need to have a little bit of fun with it and show that you are into the TikTok culture. Can you give us um, kind of an example of maybe a trend in the last few days that happened and then maybe like how you decided to participate in it just so people can wrap their head around this? Yeah. So an example of a trend I just announced the other day, I called it the lean back trend. So let me explain what you have to do. You would face the camera, look up and reach out your hand towards the camera. Then you would lip sync the lyrics and in text, you would say something about a situation or a problem. Then you would cut to a side view of you leaning back, like think kind of like limbo style kind of movement. And then in the text, you would reveal a punchline of, you know, how you overcame that or something that didn't let you get down. So anybody can incorporate that into their own niche. You know, that could be easily incorporated to the fitness and wellness niche. I've seen plastic surgeons doing that trend, influencing marketers, skincare, content creators, artists. Those are the best trends, the ones that you can incorporate uh, into your own niche. So when you see a trend, it sounds like there's a little bit of reverse engineering that happens like to identify what makes this trend a trend, right? I mean, like in order for you to be able to copy it, is it generally the music that is the part of the trend that's the most important part of the trend? Or is it the action that takes place in the clips that are the most important part of the trends or is it the way the words come up on the screen? Just help me wrap my head around that a little Mm -hmm. bit. I would say it's generally the music and then next it would be the actions because sometimes the trend is just the music. Uh, But a lot of times, you know, you also want to incorporate an action. Got it. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is that the reason you ought to participate in trends that shows off your personality and it allows you to take advantage of kind of the nature of the app, which is this fun and entertaining side of the app. But there's another advantage I think you didn't mention, which is this is probably the fastest way for you to get more exposure. Am I right or am I wrong? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Trends do help you grow as well. So um, yes, thank you for pointing that out. Growth is a, a big reason why people do trends. The key is that you have to jump on those trends early if your goal is growth. So help explain why when these trends happen, you do get more exposure, like help everybody understand like how that algorithm works and why you can potentially ride that train, if you will. Just because if people haven't seen that trend before, it's new and they will watch it. And we all know that watch time is really, really important factor for your video performance. People need to watch your videos all the way to the end. Does the algorithm group a bunch of these things together? And then you just see one after the other, after the other, after the other. And it's like, that's what makes it entertaining is that you're seeing all these different creative applications of that trend. And is that why they keep it? I mean, because there's got to be some algorithmic thing at play here, right? Where it's lifting this trend up. And I would imagine if there's how many people participate typically in a trend? Are we talking hundreds or thousands typically, or just dozens? Um, millions. Yeah. Millions. So, so <laughs> when they get really popular. So mm-hmm. how does the algorithm decide to show your trend? Cause obviously people can't watch them all, right? Like, do you have any sense of how that works exactly? So, you know, I would have to say that the algorithm doesn't really curate trends. What the algorithm does is it shows you a mix of popular and less popular videos in your feed that are curated to the type of content that you engage with. So it's always trying to show you content that it thinks that you like based on your behavior. I see. And you found that the trend video is the best way to get in front of a new audience first of all. And secondly, is it the right audience? I mean, because there's a part of me that's like, all right, there's a viable trend and maybe people that aren't interested in me and my business are just going to watch it, but maybe it's the wrong audience. Or do these trends somehow get targeted to like the cat lovers? If you're targeting Mm -hmm. cat lovers and you're doing a trend with a cat, you know, I don't know, help me understand like from that perspective, because it's one thing to just get eyeballs And it's another thing to get the right kind of eyeballs. Can trends get you the right kind of eyeballs? So they can get you the right kind of eyeballs when you keep it within your niche and and put your own spin on it. So that is very important because you don't want people following you for the wrong thing. So always, always keep it on niche and on brand. So let's talk about the different kinds of trends that you have identified because you obviously identify lots of trends all the time, but it sounds like Mm -hmm. you've got some macro trends that you've identified. Can you kind of describe what those are and maybe where businesses ought to be focused on trends? Absolutely. So I break down trends into three categories. The first one is called hot topics. These are trends based on popular current events. So for example, uh, after uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I saw an influx of posts of people reenacting the performance by the artist The Weeknd. Or, you know, when there was uh, that recent crazy weather in Texas, there were so many videos going viral about that. So now the question is, how do you incorporate a hot topic into your business? So you really have to tie it into your brand mission or values. Hopefully you know what you stand for. Because so here's an example. 
On Inauguration Day, I saw a lot of posts going viral that are celebrating the historic moment of the first female and person of color vice president. Mm -hmm. So if you have a business that supports women, that's about empowering women or that has a target audience of women, you could easily take that hot topic and share something about it, share what it means to you, you know, um, share some sort of commentary on it. And then that's how you can incorporate it. Perfect. And you said there's three. What are the other mm-hmm. two? The second type of trend is the discover page trends. This is the curated trends that are listed and updated daily by TikTok on the discover page. They can be a range of trending hashtags, sounds, effects, or the branded trends that brands pay to be featured. And this is TikTok's way of showing you what is popular on the app. Then the third one is what I call early trends. These are the trends that are up and coming. They may or may not hit the Discover page. They may only have a few thousand videos, but have potential to be really popular. Now, these trends are a little trickier to find, but everyone wants to know about them because it's the early trends that have that potential for growth. So that is one of the problems with trends. They don't last long on TikTok. Trends used to last about seven to 10 days. Now it's more like three to four days, maybe five before people get tired of it, seeing them on their For You page, and then they just scroll. So we know that if people don't watch your videos, you won't get many views or followers. So you want to jump on these trends early before they hit the Discover page, before they become too saturated and popular and people get tired of them. Okay, so... I want to go back to the Discover page. Is that different than the For You page? Because I, I, you can tell I'm not active on TikTok. Is that mm-hmm. the other tab or what? what's the difference between that? Yeah, so the Discover page is another tab. It's the magnifying glass on the bottom bar and it gives you a search feature. You can go in and search hashtags. You can search words. You can search sounds. But it also shows you this curated list that, again, is updated daily by TikTok. And on that list, or remind me again, what types of things are on that list? So on that list will be a range of trending hashtags, sounds, effects, and any branded trends that are paying to be promoted. And then with each of those trends, it will tell you how many videos have been made using that trend. And then the hot topics thing doesn't necessarily have a place to discover it. It has to do with like trends going on in the world, right? That's correct. It's more about current events and things that you will see on you know, that will inundate your FYP, your For You page, um, no matter, you know, how curated your For You page is. You know, definitely when uh, the elections were going on, there was a lot of political content on TikTok. You know, you can't really escape that um, because there is so, so much of it. So that's, again, what I would consider those hot topics and things that you can tie into your brand uh, to help get more visibility. How do you know a trend is an early trend and how do you know a trend is, I mean, it sounds like you can tell that a hot topic is a trend because you're seeing it all over the place and because, and because it's transcending TikTok, right? It's something going on in your industry or in your country or whatever, right? So that's, that's a little easier to identify. Yeah, you can predict those and also want to think about any time that there's holidays coming up, those will be promoted on the app. So, you know, thinking of anything that's coming up, like Easter's coming up, you can start incorporating trending content around that that will trend. Mm. So the early trends, how do you even know an early trend will turn into a trend? I mean, like, let's talk about that a little bit. Like, is, is there something you need to be looking for to know that it's potentially about to break out? 
Yeah, I have a, a few tricks when it comes to finding trends. So I can explain how to do that if you like. Yeah. Before we go there, so you said trends last for about three or four days. And this is specifically hot topics and discover page trends, but not necessarily the early trends. Is that correct? I would say, yeah, it's more of the discover page trends. Definitely once a trend hits the discover page, it becomes so popular and so saturated that it doesn't last very long. People will get tired, especially if they know what the punchline is or they know how the video is going to end. And they've seen many, many videos repeating the same thing. Do you recommend for those marketers and businesses that are not like all in on TikTok to kind of avoid the discover page stuff? Because by the time they make the video, it might already be out of trend. Do you understand where I'm going with that? Mm -hmm. So here's what I recommend. The discover page trends are really good for fun. If you want to, you can still use them just to show your followers um, how your personality, like I said, one of the reasons why you're doing trends. So the discover page ones are really good for fun, showcasing your personality, you know, participating in the culture of the app, but not necessarily for growth. If you want to focus on growth, then you want to jump on those early trends. Perfect. So let's talk about how to find those early trends. Yeah, I find trends on the For You page. <laughs> but here's the secret. We know everyone's For You page is curated based on what you watch and engage with. So my For You page is like being on small business TikTok. So I don't search trends on my main account. I use what I call a blank account, which is just an empty account where I don't engage with anything. I don't follow anyone. I don't post anything. I just use it to scroll on the For You page to find a wider range of content and more variety. Let's expand on what that means, a blank account. Does that mean you can create a secondary account? You can flip back and forth between them or what does that mean exactly? Yes. So a blank account just means it's an empty account. You can create multiple accounts up to three on your phone. Okay. So when you say it's a blank account, um, you must have done something to somehow s signal to the algorithm that that blank account is interested in small business stuff, right? So what did you do? Follow a couple of key accounts to kind of set the ball in motion or how in the world does it even know you want small business content? So my main account, because I, you know, I work with a lot of small businesses, I follow a lot of small businesses. That's the type of content I engage with. That is what I see on my main account. Oh, I see. So that's not going to help me find trends. I need to see a wider variety of content. So that's why I use a blank account, which is just a second backup account. It's empty. I don't engage with anything. I don't follow people. I don't post any content. Uh, I just use it to scroll on the For You page to find a wider variety in content. So I will see different music, maybe different dances, uh, different content creators that I wouldn't see on my main account. Interesting. So I think what I hear you saying is that if you don't do a lot of activity on this blank account, then TikTok is going to show you stuff that it thinks is popular overall. And as exactly. a result, you, you're going to get to see stuff that is from totally different niches and industries that you might be able to adapt to yours. Is, is that kind of what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. You got it. So how do you know it's an early trend just because it's showing you something doesn't necessarily mean that it's trending or does it? 
Sure. <laughs> I'll explain a little bit more. So when I'm scrolling, I do it pretty quick. And I'm just looking for any repeating patterns, patterns with music and actions or text in the video. And if I hear a sound I haven't heard before, or I see someone do something or lip sync something that seems to have a theme, I then tap on that sound and that takes me to a page that lists the number of videos using that sound and shows the original with the date and the other videos that are ranked by popularity. Okay. And what do you do with that? So then depending on the original date and when other popular videos were made and the number of videos, I can determine if it's something that will be popular. At that point, I take a screenshot and I start tracking it. So then daily, I track sounds and upcoming trends to see which ones have some social proof. So sometimes I might see that overnight, a certain sound grew by 3,000 videos. Then I know, okay, people are liking this. This has the potential to go bigger. And I know it's going to be more of a popular trend. Okay, so just to be clear... You're clicking on the sound thing or whatever in the bottom right-hand corner, right? The music track or whatever, right? Yes. And then Mm -hmm. you're seeing um, all the videos that use that sound. um, And it probably takes you back to the source video, right? Because you might not be looking at the the one that's the source. And you're looking to see how many days old that is, right? And then you're looking at how many other videos have also kind of copied that style and sound. Is that correct? Yeah. So generally, you know, if the original date of the video is more than a week or two, I would say that's kind of old. Uh, I want to find something that's within a week. Yeah, within a week and that there's um, a decent amount of videos that have been used. If, you know, if only 22 videos have been made using that sound, then I'm like, "Uh, I don't think this is that popular. But if there's, you know, 2,000 or 3,000, I'm like, okay, this has potential. Maybe uh, in the next day or so it will um, get more popular, but I don't want to wait too long. So there's a bit of a fine line before I will announce them. And what is too many videos to be too late to the game? Do you understand what I'm asking? You said like 22 is not enough and 200 might be, or 2000. I can't remember what you said. Was it 200 or 2000? Yeah. Generally, I don't announce a trend unless it has, I would say at least three, 4,000 videos made with it just to show that, you know, some people have been using it. It is popular and that people like it. And then if it's like, what if it's 10,000 or 100,000? Is it a little bit too late to the game at that point? It's still good. Okay. I would say anything over 100,000. Yeah, that's a lot of videos. It's probably past its sell-by date. (laughs) Got it. Okay, cool. So you find um, and you take a screenshot of it so that you don't mess with the algorithm. Is that why? I mean, or or you just take a screenshot because there's no easy way to yeah, save these things. I take a screenshot because there's not really any way to kind of track it. So you can in TikTok on that page with the sounds, you can add that sound to your favorites and keep it in your favorites folder so you can find it again. But there's not really a way to track, you know, how many videos have been made using that sound, which is why I take screenshots. And then I I use a lot of these screenshots in my trend alert videos to show like how a sound is gaining traction, how it's getting popular and who's doing it. I love how analytical you are. This is so cool. <laughs> it's all about data. <laughs> Let's say we found one. Is there anything else we need to talk about? I found one today. Okay, cool. Is there anything else we need to know about finding them before we talk about like what you do next once you find one? Because obviously anybody who's listening to this could try to model and by the way, go ahead and tell everybody what your TikTok account is if they want to see, you, you know, your alerts on the trends that you find. Where do they track you on TikTok? 
Yeah, my TikTok account is my name at Wave Wild, W-A-V-E-W-Y-L-D. So you're out there looking for trends and I would imagine there's other trends you just don't see because there's got to be bazillions of trends happening all the time. There are so many trends and I'm going to tell you, I do not recommend half of them because there's a lot of inappropriate trends. And then there's a lot of trends that just kind of sit and don't really go anywhere. And then they just kind of fizzle out and die. Interesting. So how do you know it's got life? Should you check back in a couple hours and see if that number of videos is popping? Or do you just kind of like have to sometimes make the call? I do monitor trends. Yeah, several times a day, every day I'm monitoring trends. It's a full-time job. This is why people follow me for the trend alerts, because it is a lot of work to find trends. So let's say we find a trend yeah. or we follow you and you find a trend. What do we do next? Like we have to start the process of creating a video, right? So how long does it normally take to make your typical trend video for you versus somebody who's just started from scratch? Like just help everybody understand the amount of work that might be going into something like this. Well, I mean, it just really depends on the trend and what is involved. So for example, I announced a trend a week ago that was to the music of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. And what you had to do was show the day in your life in 14 seconds. That was the length of that sound. Uh, so if you have lots of photos um, already, you know, that you could stitch together, uh, then it wouldn't take so long. But if you need to kind of document more video and, and photos, then it could take you a day to make that trend. So it really just depends on what is required in the actual trend. Some of them, you know, take five minutes because they're more of what I call a POV joke, a point of view joke. And the key to making sure that you're modeling the trend is to use the sound. Is that correct? To use the very same sound because it sounds like the music is the key that ties it all together. Yes, definitely use the sound. And then sometimes there is an action in the trend as well that you need to do to show that that's a part of a trend. When you say action, you mean physical action. You're not talking about something mm -hmm. you do inside of the app, right? Yeah, I'm talking about a physical action, like I mentioned previously, the lean back trend. Right. So what do we need to know about creating these trend videos? Let's talk about do's and don'ts. So maybe we could start off with a couple of, if there's any mistakes we should avoid. I don't know if there are or aren't. I mean, is there a way we can really botch a trend and it could backfire on us? Yeah, I mean, there are reasons why people will do a trend and it doesn't perform for them. Generally, I say the thing is you jumped on it too late. You didn't get on it fast enough mm -hmm. um, or you didn't put your own unique spin on it um, or you didn't um, you didn't do it well. I say that with love, but sometimes there's trends that require transitions and, and those need to be really clean or there's trends that require um a use of an effect. You need to be good at using that effect in order to be successful with the trend. Let's say our trend wasn't very good and it didn't really take off. Should we delete that video or should we never touch it? Or what's your thoughts on this? Absolutely not. Well, first of all, we don't delete videos on TikTok. Uh, because, okay, talk about that yeah. because some people might be wondering why. Yeah, so I don't recommend deleting videos or privating videos because there is rumors that the algorithm doesn't like it when you delete your videos. It's like telling TikTok that you don't believe in your content. They don't want you to delete your videos. So if that is true, like we don't want to take a chance in or take that risk of uh, deleting the videos and then, you know, getting some sort of unhealthy account status. Mm, okay, good to know. Yeah. So I just, I want to say something else about yeah, trends. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So 
here's another thing about trends. If your trend video doesn't work or you consider it a flop, like it doesn't hit and it's not successful, try another version of it. There's no rule that says that you only have to do a trend once. Mm. Do multiple versions, brainstorm some other ideas, come up with some other jokes, do the trend. I see this all the time. Some people do a trend 10, 15 times and maybe one will hit and go viral. How do you know it didn't work? So people generally judge their video performance by the amount of views that they get, the amount of likes, uh, that sort, those sort of metrics. But how would you know Are you comparing this up against all your other videos to know it's clearly outperforming? Yeah, people are generally comparing against their other videos or other people's videos. But say, you know, you did a trend and it maybe got 100 views and two likes. Probably, you know, something happened there. You didn't do it well. People didn't really respond to the video. So the number one thing I recommend when doing the trend is what I call putting your own unique spin on it. I don't recommend any trends where you just copy something like a dance or a lip sync to an audio. Those trends rarely hit the discover page because nobody wants to watch you copy something, especially if they've seen it numerous times and they know how it ends. They know what the punchline it is. Again, you have to make it fit into your niche or your brand. You have to make it unique to you. uh, And that's where you will get the success. Interesting. So maybe give me an example of a trend that you altered to make unique to you just so people can wrap their brain around that. Or or even if you saw someone else's trend, you know what I mean? Like you or anyone else. So, yeah. So I, um, there was a trend called everything you ever want. And in this trend, it was a song from the movie, The Greatest Showman on Earth, Hugh Jackman was singing the song and you would lip sync the lyrics, but in the text, you would share your story of something that you struggled with and something that you overcome. And then you would leave it on an inspirational note. So that was a perfect trend that you could make your own because you're sharing your story. Got it. And Even if there are trends where everybody's just lip syncing and doing the same moves, I would imagine you could still make it your own by putting a twist at the end of it, right? And doing something a little differently than everybody else. Or is that not recommended? Maybe in your physical actions or something? Possibly. There was another recent trend I almost didn't announce because I wasn't sure that people could really make it their own, but it got so popular. And I'm talking about the I'm bad challenge. This was to the Michael Jackson song, I'm bad. Mm -hmm. You would do a little bit of a dance and then you would freeze the video and then transition to a black and white photo of you in the dance, kind of doing that very typical Michael Jackson move where he was on his toes, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So that was the trend. But then people were really starting to make it unique. You know, I saw a girl who has content all about motorcycles and she hopped on her motorcycle and, you know, she didn't do the typical Michael Jackson pose, but she did a different pose on her motorcycle, that type of thing. So that's how people were incorporating it into their own niche. How much more views can a trending video get when you follow one of these trends? Are we talking like five times as much views as what you would normally get? 10 times as much, a hundred times as much? Like, mm-hmm. like help us understand how much it could be. There's no guarantee that by doing a trend, you will go viral. That is a complete misconception. But a lot of people will do trends for fun. But I get a ton of feedback on the trend alerts that I do. And some people, you know, they get five times views. They 
sometimes they get a hundred thousand times views. Like they just go viral. It's insane. So everybody, you know, does a little bit differently with it. Uh, There's not really any set kind of expectation. So the best thing to do is just have fun and not have any expectations. How do people allocate time for something like this? If one of these trends pop up, do you have any advice or strategy on like, you know, maybe you ought to just in the couple times a day check in or I mean like, and, and how much time, cause it sounds like you got to move quick on these things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine you could find yourself on TikTok all day long trying to get one of these trends, but that's not going to help your business necessarily. Right. So any thoughts on, on you can. that? Yeah. So here's what I say for business owners too. You do not have to do every single trend that I announced or that shows up on the Discover page. Just do trends that you have ideas for, that feel in alignment with your brand, that you think are fun. Uh, So there's not that much pressure to be constantly doing trends. I mean, trends is only one part of your content. You still want to be offering value, showing the behind the scenes of your business, those types of content as well. Uh, So yes, you can check in daily for trends. You can find those on the Discover page or you can, you know, follow me on TikTok. I announce trends um, pretty much like every, every other day. So what percentage of our content should be trends if we were to like maybe do a pie chart in your opinion? Yeah, perfect. That's what I do with my clients. I do a little content pie chart. I generally say trends are about 10% of your content. So sprinkling them in. But they can represent potentially half of your viewership, right? Is that the upside to this? I mean, depending on if you get them right. They can. But remember, you still want to focus on attracting the right viewers. And I think, you know, offering educational content is really, really key when you're a business owner on TikTok to build that trust and authority uh, and credibility. So definitely that is what you sh- your main focus should be on. That's what's going to also get you followers. So it's not all about trends to get you followers. Wave, this has been a really fascinating deep dive into an aspect of TikTok that I've never gone this deep on. So I want to say thank you so much for answering my barrage of questions. If people want to discover more about you, where do you want to send them? Yeah, my website is my name, wavewild.com. And that's also the same on all my social media channels. And if you're looking for a place to get started with TikTok, I have a Facebook group, TikTok for Entrepreneurs. It has a free course and it's a supportive, fun community. TikTok for Entrepreneurs. And then your website is wave, W-A-V-E, wild, W-Y-L-D.com, correct? That's correct. You got it. Wave, thank you so much. Really appreciate you sharing all your uh, insights with us. Thank you so much. I had a lot of fun. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. 
Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Also, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 453. New to the show? Hit the subscribe button. If you've been a longtime listener, would you let your friends know about it? I am at Stelsner over on Instagram. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your fast-talking host, Michael Stelsner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world in a good way, I hope. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.